From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 387, for the week of January 4th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan that perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. Coming up on Tuesday's segments, I have a review of the Hotel Menage and we share our thoughts about the Frozen Fun offerings. But right now it's time for this week's news, Roundtable Rapid Fire, and our Facebook poll on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello everyone. Hello. Hey. Hey there, hi there, ho there. How was everyone's year, How was everyone's holidays? They went by it, so fast. Really? Yes, I go back yes. to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, See, but me my, too. my wife and son are home for the holidays, so I'm. The holidays have been. Yeah, long. You're like bizarro family, like bizarro. Yeah, I family. know we're opposite family. Yes, exactly. Opposite. I just wanted to say that now we are live, and so I will not be talking. Off the cuff. <laughs> nice. <laughs> period. Oh, sorry. I was supposed to read the period. Yeah. <laughs> and all my curse words. Okay. Drop page. Drop, yeah. Um. Is that your New Year's resolution, Tony? <laughs> no, actually, my New Year's resolution, even though I know we have to have to tone it down, is to pick up after myself. Nice. Yeah, let's pick up my trash. So, so far, first three days, doing good. Nice. Okay, cool. So you're going to take housekeeping to a new level. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. I'm going to bring <laughs> housekeeping into my house. So, Not just on the show. Uh, if you've downloaded this already, you know that we have moved our new show to Mondays. Uh, be released on iTunes on Mondays. Both of our segments will be released on Tuesdays. Um, and right now it's Sunday for those of you listening live, which is really weird. Uh want to remind folks about a couple events coming up. Uh, Dapper Day, which we, a bunch of us showed up at last year, is March 1st at Disneyland Park or in the Disneyland Resort. Um, the whole weekend they have the expo and things like that where you can buy some dapperware um, at the, is it at the Grand? That's the way it, where it normally is, yes. Yeah, it's at the Grand, so... Um, I will probably be there. I'm not sure if anybody else is coming this year, but it's it's always a fun time. Yeah, we'll and, go for the day. I'm going to make the trek it's, down it's there. It's always a fun time just seeing all the people dressed up and in their costumes and, and fancy clothes and old-time clothes and things like that. Some of the folks that we met last November at the Grand Californian are already planning on the trip, so we'll, we'll have another Diz meet. They were already talking about that, so that's going to be a lot cool. of fun. Very cool. Uh, also, I, I'm going to mention this every week, save the date. June seventh, two thousand fifteen, coasting for kids. So, save the date. Write it down. Write it down on your calendar now. I'm waiting. I'm excited for the team that we have already. I know we have a bunch of people that, yes. are, that are some new some our our uh, regulars are coming back. So that's exciting. And then we have new mm-hmm. people who are joining us. So our team's yes. getting bigger. Love and it. Some folks are already starting to starting to raise money, which is kind of puts pressure. Yeah. Um. Housekeeping. Anything in housekeeping? Well, you know how we thought that. Okay, we we did the uh, the the fantastic dining package. You know, mm-hmm. we ate at the Blue Bayou. You know how we thought after a few weeks they'd probably get it down. You know? <laughs> no, no, not an, at all. Mass confusion. Um, and and you know what else I said about how we've really enjoyed the Blue Bayou. Thought the food was better. <laughs> Okay, no. Really? You should have listened to the review. I'm just saying. I warned you. So, it was, I mean, we had, we had the filet mignon, and I, it didn't say beef in, in, on the menu. <laughs> oh, so I'm not sure what filet of animal this was. Oh my but God. But no. it was a, not a good cut of meat. And, um, but you know, the service, everyone was pleasant, but the service was not great. Like Tony has observed in the past, you know, try to get a refill of anything and, you know, you've got to ask for it. And, um, 
very slow at clearing and all that. And then, um, where you sit for, the, for the, for like Riverbell Terrace and, and Blue Bayou, just to be warned, there are huge exhaust fans blowing cold air. Do you all know what the temperature was oh, anyway? The, is it the last ones out night? the sides, out the sides of the, yeah, walkway? those? Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, uh, you know, you know how New Orleans Square is raised. And, uh, and, you know, you're sitting right there at Rivers of America. There are huge, huge grates. Oh, the grates right that come there. from the attraction itself, right? Pirates of the yeah. Caribbean? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it is so cold. And oh. then Fantasmic had a breakdown. Oh, no. <laughs> right when the princesses were coming through. Was, was that the, was that the, when I saw on Twitter where, uh, TikTok ran into Ariel and she screamed? Yeah. yeah. TikTok turned around. And and came back, and yeah, he hit the barge. I've Ariel's never heard barge, that And the lights went out, and then they hit Bell, and and we saw <laughs> that ship, the, their little barge going back and forth and rocking. I shouldn't laugh. And it's like an eighties Clint Eastwood. Well, barf, but if Ariel went into movie. the water, she'd be fine, right? I mean, she swims. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but you know, Eric, he sunk like a stone. You know, but so. He was a stuff. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, but so beast. the whole thing, but even like finding where we were supposed to go, we couldn't get a straight answer from cast members. So they still have a ways to go. So, Michael, and, let me ask you, did they not have hmm? signage up then that no. said where the, okay. See, no, the problem is they kept telling us, go to the second yellow flashlight. Well, apparently one of the yellow flashlights walked off at one no. point so you know when you're telling people that way by yeah. colored flashlights where to go you have to make sure that the cast members don't go anywhere and the thing so, is what if you yeah. if you pass it you can't walk back to the flashlight. you have to at least for me i had to make that whole revolution all over again yeah because i yeah. passed where they told me to, to go in the first place yeah well, well we had a cast member escort us okay. but it, the crowds were crazy but anyway so you know th- anyway so that's the way it was with the question package. about she- that do they ever um and of course you were like oh yeah tony of course they do but do they ever soft open when i say soft open not even soft open do they ever remember when we used to have with rides and i still something they do where they have cast members try it out first I know you can't have that many cast members try out these kinds of things, but do they ever practice? Well, they practice they during, the, during the annual pass um, back in December and November, Tony. Okay. They, so was they, it, but they, they practice they with the annual pass enough. holders event. Well, and my feeling is they've been practicing for a couple of years with World of Color. So yeah, th- they true. could get this down, you know. But let me let me ask you, anyway. having said all that, as far because Carol's in a, an ECV, how was mm-hmm. how was that situation where they situated you guys? Well, besides the the Arctic blast, mm-hmm. um, it was it was right in the we had a great view and it, it was right in the back of that. I I, I think I, whatever color we were, blue zone or something. It was right in, although there are no colors, so it makes no difference. But it, it was just right in along the back there, right against the walkway, and it was fine because you know when everybody sits down, you can. You see great. Okay. Yeah. But and that's what I thought it was going to be. And just for as far as the zones, I think the blue and the gold and the color zones are for the fast passes that are not the dining fast passes. Okay. Well, yellow is definitely the non-dining fast passes. Yeah. Apparently they have a hierarchy as far as those are concerned from what I've yeah, been reading. But, but, but you wouldn't know it because it's not like they have the colored lamps up or colored I, signs the way they do in World of Color. Yeah, I agree with you. So, but and I also think the Riverbell Terrace people might have a slightly better angle than the Blue Bayou people. Hey, I ate at the Riverbell Terrace, and of course, I was there the second night. But I had a, a other than the confusion in seating, my dining experience was excellent. I had hot food; the meat was delicious, and the shrimp was not overcooked. And we were right next to the Blue Bayou folks. And although I didn't get my inch and a half cushion. Um, <laughs> we got those. I was slightly bitter about that. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, now that we do have our cushions, I think we're going to. I, I would book Riverbell Terrace next time, and bring our cushions. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I noticed something in Downtown Disney when I was there this weekend. Apricot Lane or Apricot Lane has closed. That wow. shop that's right next to the AMC. Mm-hmm. 
theaters is closed. You know, I can't see where they did really that much business, where they did business that good. They were an awful spot besides. Well, you know, they're in a good spot for the hotels. If you've forgotten any clothes, lost your luggage, whatever, they were in a good spot. And they had a relatively decent size range, but nobody's really in the market for resort wear when they're there. They're there for Disney things. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I agree. So I can see... I didn't think it was a good fit to begin so with. So probably look for another Disney-related store coming out of that. Yeah. But that Bring surf back store the book is still store. up, Maybe though, a pin right? shop or something. The surf the where, bookstore was nice. clothing that's, store? That's been a bunch of different things, right? That's, is that where the magnet store was initially? That was where the, um, that was where the um, celebrity yes, the memorabilia um, souvenirs yeah. were. Yeah. Now, see, to me, that was a better fit than Apricot Lane. And I wish they would bring back the bookstore. That was great. Yeah. Yeah, except they've got that coffee thing that competes. Yeah. Well, except the bookstore had, I mean, they had Disney books there that, you know, yes. you could only get on Amazon or someplace yeah. like that. Yeah, like, like Russell's like and that. some of the other books. It would be nice to be able to purchase yeah. them there. All right. Any other housekeeping? I have a quick one for chat. Go ahead. Okay. Um, We will be having, this is the first Wednesday uh, coming up for January. So we will be having trivia night starting at 9 p.m. for just a half hour. It's, I say half hour and we always go an hour, but I'm really going to cut it down to half an hour. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll see. We, we have fun doing it, playing the game. So, yeah. and I still owe prizes. Well, we never start on time besides. Well, that's true because we chat, <laughs> but, um, I still owe the prizes to the winners and those will be going out. I bought them already. So I just need to, uh, put them in the packages and send them out. So you'll be getting them this week. Cool. Anything else in housekeeping? Don't forget, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at dlpodcast.wdwinfo.com. If you want links to anything we talk about here on the show, you can get those at disunplug.com. If nothing else in housekeeping, let's talk about news. Uh, Tony has the first story that, I don't know, to me seems like it's not news. (laughs) Well, something it's now we've, it's now officially in something print. Something we've kind of something we've kind of known already. Yeah, but now because we've been in the past not talking about rumors, now mm-hmm. that it's in a printed article from a newspaper, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> what is it? Yes. Okay. My Magic Plus is coming to Disneyland soon. Disney Disney Parks Chairman, I know, don't worry, I'm ready, I'm about done, and I'm going to go off about it. Um, Disney Parks Chairman Tom Staggs told Orlando Sentinel recently that the new technology that allows guests to customize park experiences will be be made available at Disneyland and other Disney theme parks in the near future. I know everybody that listens knows what it is, so I'm not going to really explain it, because I don't think we need to. But just a reminder that in Florida, the bands cost twelve ninety five. But if you stay at a Disneyland Resort Hotel in any shape or form, they will keep sending them to you and sending I, them to you. I have a lovely collection. Yes, exactly. I know we should start selling ours. Maybe we can <laughs> undercut the market. Uh, Stags. Well, and then don't forget the limited edition yes. ones, which are marked yeah. up like two or three times the price of a normal Magic Band. Stags told the Orlando Sentinel, we're studying it right now about the technology <laughs> and that it won't be the same version as deployed at Walt Disney World. We're studying it right now and learning a lot in Florida. And that Disney and Disneyland officials declined to comment further. That's so, and uh, I know in the article I read, they, they acknowledged that the guests at Disneyland are different. They do not plan ahead. A, a lot of them are locals who come to mm-hmm. the park in the afternoon and then decide what they're going to do. So they're going to rethink the whole Fast Pass Plus experience for Disneyland. They're going to have so then, to. So then how, yeah. when they say that, so then why are you bringing it if you're going to – You, I don't see how it's going to work then. They basically said, well, we know it's not going to work at Disneyland. But I think right. we're going to try to bring it, like, what can... Well, you know what I think they're probably going to do? In, since in Florida, you have to go through your three booked fast passes before you can get a new one. Maybe make it so you can book one at a time. And maybe and you can book... not have to worry. Same day. 
same day. Mm-hmm. Well, you can still book them same yeah. day one at a time, but okay, maybe with I less just, restrictions. Though. There were so many know. people at, yeah. at the Magic Kingdom and that had no idea what was going on. And I just think, and these are people who've spent thousands of dollars on a vacation. Mm-hmm. But, right. you know, I, but there's people that still don't know the 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 paper fast pass. Exactly. I was at the haunt. We were at the haunted mansion uh, yesterday, and the line was. I never saw a line like this before. I mean, it was practically in Adventureland, and we walked up to the fast pass, got a fast pass that was good for in fifteen minutes, and then wow. we walked <laughs> onto it, and we were the only ones in the fast pass line. I thought, what, what? It's wrong with these people. Seriously? So, seriously. That many people and you guys were the only open. ones? Yeah, but they did have signs saying fast pass, you know, okay. there and all that. But we I, walked right up. There was no one else waiting in the fast pass line. And to them, my granddaughter and I, we went right in. So people, people still don't understand fast pass in general. And I, I'm it's the go people's fault, not the, not, I'll just say really quickly, Tony. It's the people's fault, not Disneyland's fault. I was there this past weekend. When I parked, I got a paper that said, use fast pass. You know, they gave really good tips how to maximize your visit, knowing that there were, being that there were going to be so many crowds there. I mean, so many people there in, in, a, in a large crowd. And they stated, they talked about fast pass on this paper. And then when you get in on the, um, Little paper that we get when we, the itinerary that you get when you go in, it talks about fast pass. People are not reading the information. I mean, if they give me something when I first go in that's different, I'm going to read it and say, okay, why am I getting this paper when I come into the park? Okay, I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. I, first of all, I don't see how you can blame the customer. But, um, yeah, okay, <laughs> you said something very key there. You said, if I get something that's different. But what if the same family I've talked about before going to oh it's my I got a day off I didn't expect to get a day off my daughters want to go see Elsa and Anna we're gonna go right now a, new, a paper to them is not different because they didn't know that there's anything different they handed I, this, when I parked they handed me this paper I know but I'm saying if you've if you've gone the last time you went was two years ago you don't know mm-hmm. whether that's a different paper you go but all the time shouldn't they read the paper. I would think. Well, okay. So. Okay. So wait, but here's my thing. But now we're now you have to have this responsibility as a human. You have like, to be able to read okay, to go to so, the. So parks. Tony's saying ignorance of the law is no excuse. <laughs> is yeah, I, I know. Well, no, I'm saying ignorance this is an excuse. Law. This isn't uh, law. Like uh, when you say, "Well, it's their fault for not doing fast pass," but these are people going to go on rides. I don't know how else to they're going to. They're not listening to the Dis Unplugged podcast like they should be. They, you know, don't know who Oswald is. Like, they just want to go, because there's millions of people around, just want to go to Disneyland, which brings me back to why I think, I'm going to go out on record here, that their version of Magic Bands, My Magic Plus, is going to explode in their face. Yeah, I just, I, I don't see how, first of all, it's not been successful, as we've all seen in the Magic, in uh, Disney World as much as they thought it should. And then you have a whole different kind of group. You have a group here that doesn't read the paper when they drive in. <laughs> so am I, when you guys I be, are, go ahead. Yeah, well, I was saying, did any of you guys sign up for fast pass plus when we were all out for podcast cruise 5.0? Yeah. And, and how many yeah. did you use? We used two out of all the ones we signed up for. Cause we just never got to the attractions at the times we'd signed up for. Cause our day just didn't go as we thought it was going to go three months ago. Well, and so, that's and that's the problem. We used one of them and could, didn't use the other two, which meant we couldn't book any more. Yes, exactly. It's like and, we were at Animal Kingdom and wanted to book some at, at Epcot, but we couldn't because we didn't never we didn't use the rest of the ones at Animal Kingdom. Did it detract so from your that. experience that you didn't use those fast passes? Yes, because we couldn't book any more fast passes when we think, went to Epcot. Yeah, think about that. You're, you're basically, oh, well, now, sorry, you can't go. Like, you're stuck. Yeah. The whole yeah. point of this place is well, if I want to go and wait in a two-hour line to go on a ride, that's fine. The problem is everything doesn't have to be planned. Everything I, doesn't have to be planned. Right. When's the, ne- the next thing's going to be, okay, my iPhone with the RFID chip, and they're going to tell me, like, let, what if I just on a whim, you know what? I want to go on Space Mountain right now. 
I might have to wait in and out, but no, well, no, we didn't plan it. And now we've got the food that we have to order and we order like it, it ruins, not that everything has to be spontaneous, but I think some of but. the love of Disneyland is going around and going, not for us necessarily, but going around. What's that? That looks cool. I'm going to go see what it is. Oh, I can't because I didn't. I didn't decide two months ago that that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. No, this I a, agree this with was Tony. Amusement, amusement park. I'm using my hands live. If it was on video, it'd be really exciting. <laughs> but it's an amusement park. It's supposed to be fun. I agree and with I you. I think this takes some of the fun out of it. Well, okay. Look at it from this way. And this is how we used it back in June. Um, You're not normal. Florida. Uh, no, but like... <laughs> no offense. I have, an, I have an unusual situation. <laughs> but my point so is we're on a podcast. No, but Nancy went with the other people, though, that who aren't on a podcast, and they're the casual visitor. When they win. Okay, but once you're with, okay. but once you're with my, if I go on a trip with Michael, okay, Michael knows what to do. He's going to take care of me. Yes, but most I will. People, yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, okay. This is what I did in June. Because I have a circumstance where I can't book my fast passes ahead of time, or I couldn't back then. So we pretty much used fast pass plus just like we would have used paper fast okay. passes. The problem we found was, I mean, like, I would sit down and I would program it out while we were having lunch. I would go on the app and I would but try all the, and set all up all the early fast, fast passes pass. are gone already, though. Well, no, not necessarily. Oh, okay. Now, the one thing that people have to remember, which I think is going to be even more of a problem, if you don't make your fast pass, you need to delete it out of your system. Uh-huh. Or if you're not going to plan, if you realize you can't make your fast pass, if you delete it out of your system, you're better off. You can go back and replace it with another thing. But if you, um, well, shoot, if, if you go one by one, if they get all the bugs out of the app correctly, you should be able to plan it from your app and not have to worry about going to the centralized kiosks. I think what we're going to have problems with is we're going to have problems with those centralized kiosks mm-hmm. because those get really bogged down long lines. And that's and that's with people booking in advance. Can you imagine with annual pass holders? If they don't get a paper right, exactly. when they get in, they're not going to be knowing all of that information either. <laughs> yes. Okay, I've got another group right. that we're not thinking of. There's also a large population in Southern California that doesn't speak English. That's an issue. Okay. Uh, my mother and stepfather using, thank you, my mother and stepfather using that app, nothing against them, or grandparents, not you, Michael, people that aren't technologically savvy, now you're closing rides to them, basically. I, I'm, I'm not a bleeding heart liberal at all. But in this case, if I'm spending $100 to go for one day at Disneyland, you're now making it harder for me to just go. And, and the thing about Southern California, I'm not done, almost done. The thing about Southern California that everybody talks about, the things about why I won't leave and all this kind of stuff, is because everybody talks about, oh, you can go to the mountains, the desert, the beach, all in the same day. I remember my yeah. dad saying that when he moved from Michigan. Part of what makes Disneyland what it is in Southern California and Southern California what it is is people Friday night say, you know what, let's go to Disneyland tomorrow or let's go to the beach tomorrow or let's go to Vegas tonight because you can do that. You can't if this is what it's going to turn – if you're going to turn into, oh, well, we didn't do all this. And I think – I just – I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. But you're forgetting one thing is that there's still a regular line you can go stand in. Although for Anna and Elsa, it's a fast pass it's, only it's start and I experience. have more issue with that than I have than I have with the whole fast pass plus. I have more issue with booking things exclusively to f- being exclusively fast. But that's what this only. is going to end up turning into. They tried that at Disney Hollywood Studios, a Toy Story Midway Mania. They did a little test for what a day or two, mm-hmm. and it did not go over well. I mean, people were not happy. Because they didn't know about it, and nobody knows because they just show up to go to have fun. Right? Didn't they didn't realize they had to read the <laughs> they had to read the book about things that I need to do? Like it's like like they have to take a driving test now before they go into Disneyland. 
Like I just that I think that ruins. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna pull a name out. I think that ruins what Walt's original intent was. Yeah. I agree with you, and I they, and I hope. I mean, and I may sound bad, but I I hope it does fail. You know, our locals here very vocal, and mm-hmm. I think it's going to backlash on Disney. Yeah, Disney won't let it fail though. They were doing they something really. In- yeah, they were doing something really interesting too because of the lines. You know, we got into Small World, the accessible line, and of course that was also crazy nuts. Um, but they were giving out virtual fast passes. You had to go to a to a, almost like anonymous cast members, like an undercover cast member. It wasn't marked. They were over by the old Kodak. You know, um, key building kiosk mm-hmm. and there you, everyone in the party had to give their passes. Um, and then you were assigned a time and it was scanned in. And then we would come back at our assigned time. We had a window and then get into the accessible, um, queue. And then they scanned our passes to see what was our time, like a fast pass. And then we were allowed to proceed. Kim Barron and I had something like that at Alice um, back in the summer. And, and they said they were doing that because uh, the lines are so long. They were doing it at all the attractions. Yep. All right. Thank you, Tony. We will, I'm sure, be discussing this more yeah. and more. as. Mm-hmm. And somewhere I read the next rollout for Fast Pass, and I don't know where I read this. I don't know if it's under rumors or news is Disney Cruise Lines is getting fast. Oh, past it, the, the magic bands next for what, <laughs> okay. for the character meet and greets or just for I, the doors or for the doors. That maybe. makes sense to me. That makes total sense, but maybe to yeah. use in the lounges, you know, and, and Paulo's things like that. I don't know. Well, to replace the keep keys, in mind key, too to the, the, key of the world or whatever. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind yeah, too that they exactly. just announced um, that they're going to be accepting Apple Pay at all the parks. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so Apple Pay, this is just born for Apple Pay. Oh yeah. Where you can just you know hit your Apple device. I thought I read somewhere that Disney worked with Apple on this whole concept. Well, it makes it's but the same. I'm it's the sure. same thing. It's an RFID mm-hmm. chip in your phone, yeah. RFID chip, or an near field communication, whatever the right technological term is. But it's the same exact thing one's on the mm-hmm. phone one's in the the armband mm-hmm. all right thank you tony let's move on to the results of this week's poll i asked a poll on facebook asked a poll that is horrible english i put a <laughs> poll on facebook he wouldn't understand fast pass plus tony no, exactly. <laughs> and i asked what are you most looking forward to in 2015 with the 60th coming along uh my the options i gave were Paint the Night, which is the new uh, nighttime parade, uh, the new updated fireworks show, the updated dark rides in Fantasyland, uh, updates to World of Color, or other. So I think we all know probably what the number one response is, um, but we'll come back to that. The Because the lowest response, I, I put an other, and that was like 5%. Um, they wrote in magic bands. Yeah, the, the, the fourth <laughs> spot Dance. went to the update to World of Color. That was 10.5%. Um, the top vote getter was Paint the Night, the new the new parade. Mm-hmm. That was a whopping 44.8%. Wow. Oh, it was 45. I would won like $1,000. I know. I, I didn't know. tell you I gambled. Okay, so, but number fun. two and three <laughs> kind of surprised me. Um, I, I figured they would be flip-flopped. Uh, number two, the update to the dark rides. That was my that was my choice at twenty six point seven percent, and the fireworks twelve point nine percent. So the top two uh, top two were paint the night and the dark rides. Um, Mary Jo, what you said your your vote would have been for the dark rides? Yep, I after seeing what they did with Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to see what they do with the other dark rides. Some of them about, I didn't even know they had dark, you know, the right. empty empty areas. But um, I, if you I, had to take that poll, Michael, what would you have chosen? I did take it actually. Um, <laughs> well, well, I let chose me go back paint, and look then. I uh, can you because I don't remember. I know I chose paint the night first um, because I've seen the video of that uh-huh. on YouTube. It looks terrific. I know ours will probably be different. Um, I can't remember if I did dark rides 
as the next one. Well, or not. I think I, think we I, can think only I choose might one, have. Michael. Yeah, you could only choose one. Oh, okay. It was, yeah, it was Paint the Night. What I about put, you, Tony? I agree with you. I would the Dark Ride. Okay, woo, exciting. I, to me, the fireworks would have been more exciting. <laughs> yeah. What about paint? What about the parade? Well, yeah, of course, okay. but not. No, I'm lying. I just saying, of course, because you guys all love it. You know, parades do nothing for me. I know. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm fireworks, yeah, I'm kind of. I'm kind of intrigued by new fireworks. Yeah. I mean, the parade, sure, but I'm kind of intrigued by new fireworks. Show. Yeah. What about you, Nancy? I probably would. Um, had I taken it, I feel bad I didn't. Um, <laughs> The chickens kept said, you off Facebook. Huh? The chickens kept you off Facebook. Oh, gosh. I was wondering they how have. soon I they would bring I got a deadline, man. Hey, you br- I, I would like to mention that you brought them up this I know, time. I'm not sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you saw the work that she's doing, though, it's amazing. It's anyway, what would, you, what would, anyway, what would you, you know in California that? now, chickens have to have more space. So. Yes. <laughs> can, yes. You, can, you, can I buy some of the eggs off you so I won't have to... Pay the more expensive. See, I want to know if the price of the eggs is going to make the the character breakfasts go up. <laughs> uh, well, barnyard talk with Nancy Johnson. As we're speaking of eggs, in the future episode, we're going to be discussing, and I put in air quotes, and I use the term loosely, eggs for breakfast at Disneyland. So maybe they don't really uh, have to worry about real eggs. That's all I'm going to say. I know what you're talking about. See, I would be more worried so what was your choice, Nancy? being thrown at a new parade. Um, but... <laughs> Tom, you have well, no one to blame but yourself. Okay. Yes, you do. No, I, actually, that ties in what I was about to say. It was the fact that we all know how well a new parade worked the last time they tried one Ooh. out here. Um, but I would have, I would have voted for magic. the dark Don't rides. Say like magic. Don't say like magic. Sensational was pretty good. Sensational was awesome. No, no, no. I mean, I'm nighttime talking nighttime parade. parades. Oh. <laughs> the last one was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so we will. You know what? Let me. Let me. Hold on. I'm. I'm, I'm excited for some dark ride updates. Can you imagine how much further they can push Peter Pan? Right. Maybe they'll um put an ending on Snow White. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> don't hold your breath. All right, let's pick a winner. I don't know what I'm going to give you, but I, I'm going to pick a winner for our poll. He'll probably get. You probably get. But I'll, I promise to get my gift. Before Tom gives out his yeah, I know. <laughs> for a trivia chat. Well, can I just say oh. that based on that uh, LA Times article that um, on the what he would change or what he predicts would change, oh, the 20, yeah. where he wiped up like ha- he wiped out like half the dark rides, saying that most of the dark rides could possibly be in peril. You know, did he not see that they updated Alice? Can I just say that? All right, so um, the winner of whatever I decide to give you is Jason Malcolm. Yay, Jason! Woo! Yay, Jason! Jason voted for Woo! Paint the Night, so um, we'll figure something out. I'll get I'll get something official, and we'll, we'll Jason start doing has that. faith in parades. And later on in the show, we will talk about um, next week's poll. So, and we'll have that up for a week, and you can vote on I can that. Hardly wait. I know. And it's exciting. All right. These polls are fun. They really are. Yeah. Wait for wait for uh, people to be involved in the show. But now it is time for a rapid fire. Let's shake things up. We're going to start with Tony. Oh, oh, but I'm ready. See, I'm ready because the news yes. live. Okay, so <laughs> because it's me, it's got to be San Diego, and also I'd like to share. I want to give everybody else the Disneyland stuff. So they have a new program for 2015 called Kinder Nights. I don't like the name. However, that being said, Kinder That's Nights. very world, shades of World War II. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I was thinking. Anyway, I'm not going to. Anyways. So Kinder Nights is $15 for a child ages three to six. So it's only specifically for ages three to six uh, with an adult. So you only have to buy the ticket for the three to six year old. And it's an animal adventure for youngsters with an adult. Enjoy animal themed fun with your youngster. Each month, you'll go on a different animal adventure all sessions include a snack and an animal interaction. So January <laughs> is uh-huh. the child a snack for the animal. <laughs> These are cute, actually. Into kinda, the woods. Like, yeah. Okay, so now, yeah, now who's the bad guy? Okay, water the perfect place for beavers and others. Learn about the critters that take to water like fish. Fridays, January sixteenth and twenty third, and Saturdays and Saturday, January seventeenth and the twenty fourth. So Fridays and Saturdays in the end of January. 
then lots of body parts are good at ripping. We're going to explore. I know now that I'm reading these, these sound horrible. These are for three to six year olds. Thank you. I'm going to have to make you, of all the people, I'm the one having to bring you guys in. Lots of body parts are good at ripping. We're going to explore claws, beaks, and talons in this exciting learning adventure. Poor little toddlers. Fridays in February and Saturdays in February. So this is going to be like the birds. In, yes, that's gonna, okay. okay. Now let us see if you guys can get away with this title. Lots of adaptations help animals climb. Good, nothing. Um, so they can climb on the kids. Yeah, it's using muscles and sharp claws. Meet some of the best climbers in the wildlife kingdom, and those are Fridays and Saturdays in March, and they're usually the second and the third and fourth week of the month. And then I can keep on going, but I'm gonna not going to April, May, June. There's more um, hyenas than. Uh, Talking Tales and Talking Smith. The Okapis. Hey, we should know Okapis from Disney uh, mm-hmm. World. And then um, Kangaroos. Well, something like a kangaroo. And those are from... Wallaby. This is 6 to 7.30, $15. And the age interest is kids and preschoolers. Children's ages 3 to 6 with adult. So something you might want to do if you have a little one. Very cool. Thank you, This Jordan. is kind of stuff my kids would have loved at, at that, that age. Mm-hmm. All right, Nancy. Okay. Well, if you are visiting the SoCal area by March 31st, 2015, I have a coupon for you. Thanks. You guys know how much I love Amazon Local. Well, if you are looking for that critical day six or Hollywood-style adventure to add to your Disneyland vacation, the Warner Brothers Studios um, has their VIP studio tour on Amazon Local this week and this week only. So it ends on Saturday. And what is normally a $57 tour is $49. Now, Warner Brothers is located in Burbank. Um, You need to use the promotional value by March 31st. However, the paid value does not expire. So you can pay... Use it as a down payment towards the full price of the tour after March 31st is what that means. So, that's a ticket for one. Now, if you're going with other people, you need to make sure that one person calls to redeem all the tickets. And trams sit up to 12 people. It's good for ages 8 and up. It's not valid for parking. There is a parking lot right across from the tour um, building that does have the service fee. Um, You can buy as many of these as you would like and send them as gifts. One voucher per person. Reservations are required at least three days in advance for your tour and are subject to availability. And um, the merchant cancellation policy is 24 hours in advance. So you have to cancel 24 hours before your tour date. Um, But it's really cool right now because Warner Brothers is doing the celebration of the 75th anniversary of Batman. Of the DC Comics Batman. So there's a very cool museum inside the Warner Brothers lot that you only get to go to while you're on the tour. And they're going to basically set that up as a bat cave. Iconic costumes, gadgets, all kinds of stuff related to Batman there. Plus you get the entire studio tour. And I personally think this is one of the better studio tours that are out there. My husband used to work for the WB, so we used to go on this tour a bunch. So it's a two hour and 15 minute tour. And the tour guide takes you kind of all over. Um, You'll get, and keep in mind too, that this time is also when they're filming um, season finales especially towards March is when they knock off the final episodes for each show. So keep in mind that that will be an active filming period, which is kind of cool because they will actually take you onto sets or, you know, by sets as they're doing outdoor work and stuff like that and actually let you sit and watch for a little bit. So kind of cool. Very cool. But Amazon local. Thank you, Nancy. I will go next. Uh, Knott's Berry Farm and Susan G. Komen, Orange County 
are working together for the second year to raise money for breast cancer awareness services and research by offering a special pink ticket and limited edition specially designed pink merchandise from January 5th through March 27th. Uh, the promotion will provide guests with the opportunity to enjoy Knott's Entertainment attractions and specially themed pink decor while supporting a great cause. The famous Calico Mine Ride, Knott's Berry Farm Main Gate, and the Camp Snoopy Waterfall will all glow pink in honor of the campaign. Uh, guests can purchase pink tickets for theme park admission online, and a portion of the pink tickets proceeds will benefit the will benefit Coleman Orange County. In 2014, the campaign that they had uh, raised nearly $100,000 for the organization, and those monies went to provide underserved and underinsured women and men in Orange County. So that's very cool. They have, like, besides the pink tickets, they have T-shirts and hats and things like that that have the that are pink with the Knott's Berry Farms logo, Knott's Berry Farm logo on them. So it's a very cool campaign and a good cause. Um. Who will go next? Let's see Mary Jo. Well, 2015 Chinese New Year is going to be February 19th this year with the Year of the Sheep. No sound effects, good. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And beginning in late January, the Disneyland Resort will be celebrating the Lunar New Year at California Adventure Park. Certain areas will be decorated and walkways will have ornamental lanterns, which will be presented in English, Chinese, Korean, and Vietnamese. They'll wish everyone a happy Lunar New Year. And um, there will be authentic performers from Chinese, Korean, Vietnamese performers at the Paradise Gardens. In addition, there will be Disney characters like Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, and of course Mulan and Mushu. Um, that'll be over there. More details are on the Diz. We'll include a link in our show notes. And as we um, get more information, we'll put down the specific dates. They don't have the specific dates up yet. Um, as soon as we get them, we'll have them on the Diz, and we'll do that in housekeeping. Very cool. Thank you, Mary Jo. Michael? Okay, well, since our last show, a couple of Disney events have been added up here in Northern California. We don't say NorCal. <laughs> and so you might, you, you, you might want to consider attending these. The San Francisco Historic Presidio, they, on Thursdays, they have, they've been running a series of, of talks where they have notable authors, artists, and conservationists come in. And these are Thursday evenings at 7 p.m. This week, Thursday, January 8th at 7 p.m., their topic is Walt Disney and America's National Parks. And as I've talked about on other, in some of my history segments, Walt Disney was a lifelong conservationist and he frequently sought inspiration from or supported the efforts of the National Forest Service and the National Wildlife Fund and the National Park Service. So this presentation will bring um, this little-known aspect of Walt Disney's identity and career to life. And what's nice is this presentation is being put on by Jeff Curdy. Probably most of us have... um, at least one of his books on our shelves. Um, he's one of the foremost authorities on the Walt Disney Company and, and on Walt Disney. He has written over 30 books on Disney. And he was one of the creative directors of the Walt Disney Family Museum in the Presidio and helped design it. This is free. So, and, and where does the word Disney and free, where do those <laughs> words ever come together? However, even though it's free, they do ask for reservations so that they can, that you make reservations so they can make sure that they have, for their planning purposes. So we will have a link to that site, um, um, in our show notes where you can make a reservation. Another event that's come up is at the Walt Disney Family Museum on Saturday, January 7th. And this is called, it's a talk on Glenn Keane. Uh, you might know him. He, he was a, a Disney animator starting with Little Mermaid all the way through Beauty and the Beast up until, um, the artist for, he was the animator for Rapunzel. Um, he's, you might know his father mm-hmm. as Bill Keane, who did, you know, um, the family circus. And on Saturday, January 17th, there, uh, the, the museum and the San Francisco Film Society is going to host him as he shares his journey on merging art and technology throughout his career. So what's interesting about Glenn Keane is, you know, he was mentored by several of Disney's nine old men. And 
you know, was part of that whole renaissance in the 80s and 90s of Disney animation. So he's going to talk about his experience with Disney. He left Disney because he felt hand-drawn animation, there was still much more to explore. And he's going to talk about his first post-Disney project called Duet, which is stunning. It's some of the most stunning animation I've ever seen. And we will have a link to that, um, to a video of Duet in our show notes. And I posted it on January 1st on my Facebook page. So there are two programs. There's an 11 a.m. program and a second program at 3 p.m. However, I know some seating is limited, if not sold out, but the museum always holds back tickets for their programs. So if this is something you're really interested to call, interested in, call the museum and get on the waiting list. When I've done that, I have always gotten tickets to the events, even though they're listed as sold out, because they release tickets sometimes the day before the event. So give them a call. We will have a link to the Walt Disney Family Museum's website in our show notes where you can get more information, including their phone number. And also, as I said, we will have a link to the video um, duet, which is absolutely breathtaking. Very cool. Thank you, Michael. That is rapid fire. All right, let's talk about Oh, shouldn't move papers. Uh, this week's poll, um, I think I'm going to make it very simple. Uh, we were talking about magic bands, and I'm not going to ask if you like magic bands or if you don't like magic bands. I'm going to ask, will it work here? Very simple. So I will post that on Facebook on our on our new, if you haven't already, like our own Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition Facebook page. I will put that on there. Or on a rating from 1 to 10, how horrible will they make your life? That's yeah, Disneyland. nice, nice. Um, we still have a few minutes, so let's talk about what's coming up this year on the Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition. Uh, lots of things are going to continue. I am, like I said, the, I have another Good Neighbor Hotel review this year. Those will continue. Also, we will continue our uh, personalized planning segments. So if you have a trip coming up in 2015... And you want the Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition to help plan your trip. Uh, be sure to drop me an email, tom at www.info.com. And we and let us know, you know what your demographics are, what your dates are, and what kind of help you think you need. And we may bring you on the air and help you plan your trip. So those, those are always fun. Um, do you guys want to talk about what you're doing this year? Tony, I know you I kind of have a theme going. Yes. Breakfast. Only breakfast. 2015 is going to be the year of breakfast, and we're going to focus on counter service because we realize we don't really, as we were discussing the idea that we we haven't really done a lot of breakfasts, and we always do the sit down or the character meals. But what about the uh, the counter service? Mm-hmm. So our first uh, review will be DCA counter service and everything there that's there for breakfast and whether it's worth it. And this time also we'll focus a little bit also on. Is it worth the time and money and, and all that? Not just necessarily just the flavor, but I'm excited. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> to only eat breakfast. The problem with that is I got to get up early. I had to get up early today to go finish my food. Like, oh, I'm like, I oh, I, for you. Yeah, some of us don't just get to sleep in whenever they feel like it. Just saying. <laughs> so, yes, but um, no, breakfast. 2015, the year of breakfast. Nice, nice. And, Michael, you're continuing your series on leading up to the 60th this year as well, right? Right. 60 years of Disneyland will continue. I expect to restart my uh, Windows uh, on Main Street mm-hmm. series. I have some things lined up for that. Uh, let's see. Uh, of course, I will continue to talk about events at the Walt Disney Family Museum, and, and anything else noteworthy in Disney history. Very cool. And Nancy, you got, yeah, we have a few more shopping segments. Yeah, we still have more shopping yeah, to do. Yeah, we still have shopping Lots to do. Lots more shopping. So we've got some more of California Adventure, and we have all the resorts, and as well as and downtown Disney. Disney. And um, hopefully we'll get to continue our ladies' shows. Yeah. Yep. Which would be good. Yeah. We have a couple topics lined up already for that. That's coming up so. later this month. We're going to be having one, I believe. I hope so. Cool. I was planning on it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> do, do all the ladies know this? No, not yet. No. Well, okay. Carol knew we were talking about it, but <laughs> okay. I don't know if we had set a date yet. 
Carol knew last year we were talking about continuing. Okay. So, yes. We went, we love Carol. How can we not have Carol around? There you go. She And she enjoys it, too. Good, good. Yes. Mary Jo, what do you have coming up this year? I have some more Day 6 adventures, so I get to do some more exploring. And I'm also going to be um, interviewing some of the people at the shop owners in the Ghost Hunt at Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, nice. Cool. I, um... Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I chatted with some of them because one of my new um, favorite stores is the Turquoise Shop (laughs) (laughs) in the Ghost Town. I've been there Uh several times. And they were telling me how they've been there since the beginning of Knott's Berry Farm. And in talking, she said that a lot of the stores there have been there since Knott's Berry Farm, you know, back in the days Uh before before it became a theme park. So that's going to be a few shows later this year. Uh, speaking of other theme parks, Mary and Joe and I made a visit over to Universal Studios Hollywood, and so we were going to be doing some uh, Universal Studios 101s. So those are coming up in, what, next week? Did we say it already? In a week yes. or two, we're going to have, we're start with the upper lot and then the lower lot. We'll talk about City Walk and all the info you need to do, need to know to go to have a successful trip at Universal Studios Hollywood. So we had, we had a good time. We did. It was it was quite chilly that day too, but yes, we got a lot done, and there were a lot of people. We we refused to go in Jurassic Park because it was so cold. <laughs> we're, but but we've been on it before, so we can still yeah, tell can still how, how, how the ride. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's water splashy. It's splashy. Yes, you get wet. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right. Oh, Tom, yeah. I know what we also forgot mm. about you. Um, you and I were talking about doing some more uh, day six with kid yes. adventures, like some yeah. of the kids' museums and stuff like that around Definitely. town. We've got a few Tinder really nights. neat ones that I plan on. Tinder nights, there you go. <laughs> Up close and personal. Tinder nights, Tinder days. <laughs> All right, folks. Um, that is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.